Hey everybody, welcome to Spillin' Dis Tea. I'm Brayden. And I'm Sakura. And today we're gonna spill the tea on Disney's Frozen 2. Yes. Honestly, what better way to open up our podcast than with a Frozen 2 review? Yeah, getting that clout, you know? (laughs) Popular topic right now. (laughs) People are kind of divided on it, so uh, yeah. Yeah, we're here to debunk the rumors. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start off a little bit about ourselves. Okay. So, where did we meet, Brayden? Met at Mastermind Toys. Um, and we met each other and we're like, well, Sakura, I think we were talking about something. And then you're like, oh, I'm a big Disney fan. And I'm like, oh, I am too. And you're like, no, no, no. Like, I love <laughs> I'm Disney. I'm a Disney fan. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I love Disney too. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like, I love it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I love it too. And then we were like, damn. Yeah, that day I found my fellow freak. So (laughs) here we are nerding out together on Spill and Diz Tea. A little uh, background behind our name. So originally we were going to be called (laughs) the Discussion. (laughs) I thought it was a good title. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure someone has it, but you know. Probably. Sounds like copyright. Yeah. But um, we actually filmed what would have been our first podcast and i was just sipping on some tea i noticed that brayden was also sipping on some tea we love tea and i was like we're spilling diz tea like it just it just made so much sense so a genius here we are i try i do what i can for my people yeah so i mean maybe we should go into a bit like the podcast and kind of how we came to make the podcast Honestly, can you remember how this even became a thing? Because now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. I just think we ta- we were talking about it. Um, and then was it... I think it was when we moved in together. I think it was after that we decided to yeah. do it. Like We were talking about just like Disney stuff in general. And Brayden was like, just press record and like let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then... Here we are. Like, personally, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. Me too. And then I just, yeah, I clicked. I mean, we both love Disney. We both kind of have the same uh, energy and the same... I mean, we have very different viewpoints, but, like, the in a good way. same passion for Disney. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like we'll both, like, it'll be an interesting conversation. It might get a little heated. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So before we get into Frozen 2, we kind of want to do a little... Uh, Frozen recap, just kind of talking about the franchise because obviously Frozen is so big at this point that it's not just a movie anymore. It's yeah. a phenomenon. Yeah. Um, so we're both fans of Frozen when it came yeah. out. When it came out, I it's it's I have a really weird relationship with Frozen because when it I just kinda like learned about it one day. I didn't know that it was something that Disney had in production. I didn't know that, you know, it was really coming. I just saw that there was supposed to be these two new princesses that were coming out. And I think I learned about it in, say, it was like the August before or something like that. So it was like pretty close to its release date. Um, and I started doing some research, started doing some digging. And that was around the time, that was like 2013. That was around the time they started having this huge like Disney obsession. And I would start like, you know, going out of my way to like look stuff up about Disney and like different fan theories and like, Super you know, Carlin Brothers. Super Carlin <laughs> Brothers <laughs> plug. Um, and just like a bunch of different stuff that, 
you know, I just knew way too much about Disney because I would spend, I would come home from school and spend hours and hours and hours watching videos, like looking at different pictures, like reading stuff. It was crazy. I, would, I don't even know how I did my work when I got home. But I found out about Frozen and I started doing all my digging and essentially spoiled the plot for myself. Actually, I don't know how I spoiled the plot for myself because like one of my biggest, one thing I spoiled for myself was the fact that Hans was evil but that wasn't news like you're not you weren't supposed to know that no probably storybook because the storybooks leak because i got spoiled with that too oh. and uh that's when i was like on tumblr all the time <laughs> yeah and that was like 15 year old Braden on tumblr and yeah. i saw like hans with like a knife <laughs> trying to kill elsa <laughs> and i was like well <laughs> guess he's a goner yeah <laughs> yeah and I, it's like really sad because you know what i I kind of liked his character. Really? Like, when he was introduced, I was like, he's just going to be, like, the Disney prince, you know? Like, I didn't think that he had an ulterior motive. I didn't think he was going to have much of a personality. I was like, it's just going to be him. Like, he seemed like a nice guy. They had, like, a cute little interaction in the beginning of Frozen. But then, you know, he was starting to act a little sus. And, you know, it, it made sense. It made sense in the end. Yeah. Definitely, I've had conflicting okay like obviously like i mean if anyone went to high school with me i was like obsessed with frozen like i was like 2011 when they like announced it was frozen based off the snow queen that's it and i was like yeah i'm in like yo <laughs> and i like tracked his progress and i would like wouldn't shut up about it um i'm pretty sure my friends wanted to give me like an intervention or something but um i really like frozen i definitely think that in the past couple years since its release there's been kind of this um pushback on it where people are like oh like it's you know they, they start hating on it because yeah. it's so popular um i think it's good like i think it's really good i think it's up there with some of the best disney movies i think it's problems definitely like story problems yeah not a big fan of the hans twist villain um there's things that don't quite click or make sense but like yeah. i still i still love it like i like, still to be honest though that's like a disney movie that's just their yeah. formula like they're there will always be plot holes. There will always be things that don't make sense. I've kind of just come to accept that. I don't think there will be a Disney movie that makes complete sense. No, I mean, they're fairy tales, right? Like, yeah. Like, they're not supposed to. Exactly. Um, but I really think that it was something special, for sure. Yeah. And um, obviously, they have went on to do a bunch of other things, like a bunch of different forms of media, like Broadway, tons of books. And I then- saw Frozen on Ice. Frozen Ice, I yeah. took my little saw- sister to see Frozen on Ice, but I think it was more so for myself. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go it's see the only one that makes Frozen sense. Yeah. It's the only one that makes <laughs> yeah. sense at Disney on Ice. Like, I've seen Moana on Ice. Like, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've seen it advertised, and I'm like, that's kind of like... Doesn't make sense. Double negative. Like, what? <laughs> it's water. Like, or a Little Mermaid on Ice. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's everywhere. It's uh the the two shorts that they released they released frozen fever and olaf's frozen adventure which we love olaf's frozen adventure we don't like anna's birthday we don't yeah i got it right you did get it right you didn't say elsa's i birthday. didn't say elsa's birthday whatever I mean, I'll, I'll i'll do anna a little solid and give her the clout that you know it is yeah. her birthday yeah but uh yeah anna needs a little bit more uh popularity it's funny little side story when we went to watch coco and we saw olaf's frozen adventure in theaters um, it finished, and, like, me, <laughs> me and Brayden were, like, crying. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I, like, don't even know if it was that good to be crying, but we were just in tears for some reason. 
And I was like, that's so much better than Elsa's birthday. <laughs> and we just, I just went with it. And then I was like, wait, it's Anna's birthday. Like, it's not Elsa's birthday. I really did not like Frozen Fever. Like, if I'm, I, I think I watched it once. I was like, that's cute. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect a whole lot from it. Because it was, also, it wasn't that long. Like, Olaf's Frozen Adventure was almost 20 minutes. Yeah, it was like a Christmas special. Like, a full Christmas special. Yeah. And um, Frozen Fever was what, like... Like six minutes yeah it yeah. was short so you know i guess given mm-hmm. its constraints and that sort of thing i thought they had cute little outfits yeah yeah gotta gotta market those gotta market those gotta market those um and honestly i love that elsa and anna have so many different outfits they yeah. definitely have the most of any other Disney princess. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I think in Fro- the first Frozen, it was, like, you know, their, like, story. Like, that was their focus. Yeah. But since then, everything they've come out with, they're like, okay, like, let's merchandise this. Yeah. Like. And do you think that they'll maybe do that with other princesses? Like, going forward? Coming forward? I like, if think they so. if they make, like, a sequel to, like, Moana. I mean, like, yeah. Like, will she have a different outfit? I think so. I Because Moana, to me, is not, like, um... Like, in Frozen, like, story-wise, it makes sense to have the outfit changes and stuff. I think even in Moana, they did, they kind of, I mean, they... They gave her a crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they <laughs> even gave her, like, you know, her little finale dress and, like... Oh, yeah, So you yeah. got, like, different outfits and stuff. I definitely True. think it's it's different because with, like, Moana and potentially with Raya, like, they're definitely not, like, princessy princesses. Like, yeah. they're not about the dresses and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can... Every time they make a new short, they have to give them a new outfit because they're like, well, we got to sell it, you know? <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it's all business. Like, guys. I see you, Disney. I see you. I but at the same it. time, like, I love the new outfit. So, yeah. Which we will talk about later in this. Elsa's outfit. They get better every time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, moving into the teaser trailer. Yeah. What were your thoughts when you saw that? I, so I wasn't anticipating it. Like, it's, like, they didn't announce it previously or anything like that. So I woke up. I woke up one day and it was just there. Yeah, and it was there. Yeah. I thought it was fake at first. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, I watched it and I was just like, it was not what I was expecting at all. I was blown away. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. This is crazy. Um, I was immediately excited for it. I was immediately, like. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that I was super intrigued because. It was such a unique trailer. I don't think any other Disney trailer has done anything like that. It had this whole, like, dark, like, drama, sci-fi thing going on to it. Like, it wasn't just, like, your uppity, happity, happity. Happity. <laughs> your uppity, happy princesses and, you know, fairy tale characters, that sort of thing. It was, like, like a legit yeah. thing. Yeah. And... It was, you know, Elsa got, you know, almost died in that <laughs> in that wave. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know if that was like a scene in the movie or if that was just a part of their promotion. I was like, what? Yeah. What is happening? And I'll say that that part of the trailer was something that I really looked forward to seeing in the movie. Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, what scene is that? Like, I'm what is she doing? Movie. What is she going to do? Like, that was such. We'll get to that. But yeah. Yeah. That I would have really been so me. mad if that wasn't in the movie. Yeah, right. yeah, we got gypped. It was so smart marketing wise. Just everyone had so many questions, and yeah. all every all YouTube was flooded with why is she crossing the ocean? Blah 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 blah. So I mean, yeah. just like crazy. And I think even as the other, like even the as the trailers like kept on coming, and yeah. they showed more and more. I just got more and more excited for it. Yeah, 
And I still think they kept most of the stuff secret. Like, obviously, like, there's some stuff that kind of got spoiled, like, online. But in terms of in the marketing campaign, like, they're Marketing was good. Almost as good as Brave, where they didn't even tell you what was going to happen in this stupid movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what Frozen 2's marketing reminded me of a little bit. Also, because you have those, like, stone pillars or whatever. Um, Okay, so... Frozen 2, what are, just briefly, like, first thoughts, like, generalize it, kind of? Like, after seeing the movie? Yeah, yeah. Like, initial thoughts, like, I love it, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself a little dumbfounded at the end of the movie, because I was, of course, what, initially what you want to do is you want to compare it to the original movie, but I found it so hard to compare it to the original because they're just on totally different levels of like complexity and like things that they address and like character development and plot like it's just so much more to take in so much more to analyze that you almost can't really compare them um i guess you can with like overall enjoyability but you know in terms of what they bring to the table it's like it's just so hard to say that one's better than the other i still personally don't know if i can say which one i like more because they're just, you know, it's almost like apples to, what is it? Apples oranges. to, <laughs> I was going to say apples to pears. <laughs> apples to oranges type of thing. Um, still, you know, that um, devil's advocate part of me still has like all these little things that I was like, hmm, like, yep. that doesn't make sense. Or like, why did you do that? Or like, blah, blah, blah. But overall, I enjoyed it. And I would definitely watch it over and over and over again. Yeah. I cannot wait for it to come out on Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Well, do you think it'll come out on Disney+, Plus before DVD? When it comes on DVD, it'll probably come out on Disney+. Plus. You think? Or maybe, like, a little bit later or whatever. I feel yeah. like if it, it'll come, like, months later. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, How about you? I loved it. Uh, I think when I first saw it, like, part of me was like, oh, because I, I don't know, you have all these expectations and yeah. and stuff. So it kind of took another viewing of it to really, like, you know, be used to the pacing and kind of knowing where it was going and then enjoying it that way was kind of... Yeah. Was, like, I've done that a lot for movies and, like, I don't mind that. I don't really think that of that as a criticism. Um, so I really enjoyed it, especially the second time around. The way I kind of see it... Um, because I, I find it really hard to compare them. I think, I think because like we watched Frozen the other day. Like yeah. you were watching it, and I watched it. And um, for me, Frozen is on a story, and Frozen Two, like they both have plot lines, but Frozen Two is very much Elsa's, Elsa's story. Yeah. Um, which is why I really don't want them to do a third one because I feel like it will just ruin this. It'll whole... just mess up the whole dynamic. Yeah, but Frozen is a fairy tale. Like it's it's a very traditional like. I mean, it has, you know, new elements like that, but it's a, it's a fairy tale. You know, yeah. it's a very simple fairy tale yeah. story for the most part. It's on his journey. Whereas Frozen 2 is like... A fabricated like, story. Well, it's a fabricated story, but it's more of like an epic. Like, it's like very mythical. And um, yeah. I've seen it before. The, the uh, filmmakers have described Anna as the fairy tale character and Elsa as the mythical character. Okay. So I feel like Frozen 2 kind of takes on all those attributes yeah it's so much grander and there's so much more yeah there's more like magic wise adventure and magic yeah just all the elements in total yeah yeah so i that's that's kind of how i see it i just see like one is like like if they were separate movies and they were separate princesses like that's if that makes sense yeah you know um 
so yeah, I feel like they, they work in tandem together. And I'd love to see more adventures, like, through shorts or something. But yeah. I feel like a third movie would totally not uh, yeah. go. You know what I find, though, is that with Frozen, even though it's, you know, per se, mostly honest movie, honest story, honest journey of doing whatever... I still find that the way Anna and Elsa were looked at is relatively equal. Whereas with Frozen 2, Anna's almost pushed in the shadows more. She kind of seems like she's fading in the background a little bit in comparison to Elsa. Like Elsa's presence is so much grander that I kind of feel like not a lot of people care that much about Anna. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would argue that in Frozen, like, Elsa's not in it that much. Like, in Frozen... She's like, not, but if you look at, like, mer- like if you look at merchandise and franchising, yeah, Elsa's yeah. the preferred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, Anna definitely has her fans, but she's not... Which, it's you know, I mean, you can't really... Got one with ice powers, you got one... <laughs> with nothing. Chilling, like... <laughs> I mean, I love Anna, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see that for sure. Oh, also, spoilers. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. We never made that disclaimer. There are spoilers, yeah. 100%. So. All the spoilers, times a billion. So if you haven't seen Frozen 2 yet. Yeah. Or if you don't, if you haven't seen Frozen 2 yet, pause this. What are you doing? Go watch it. What are you doing? Yeah. Or if you don't care, then cool. We're just going to spoil it for you. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we've spoiled anything yet. So. No, I don't think so. Um, so... Let's just jump into it. We're going to kind of go through the plot a bit and kind of make some pit stops along the way and sort of talk about things and yeah. Yeah. So if we rewind, we're sitting in the theater yeah. and it's na, na, beginning. Na, hey, uh, na, uh, Okay, so, like, for Frozen, I remember when that came on, and it was, like, quiet, and it's just the chanting, and then this one, like, I liked it, but it was, like, it sounded like they didn't mix, because there was a chanting yeah. of this, like, but yeah, I mean, I love that chanting. Which opening do you like better? I feel like Frozen has more of, like, a grasp, but also it's, like, the first time you see it, so I'd say Frozen, for sure. But I like this one, and it opens up. Yeah. Um, with uh, Anna and Elsa are playing. Little babies. Little babies, so yeah. cute. Uh, they're playing with their little dolls, which, by the way, there's a cameo of uh, Dumbo and of Baymax in that scene. Really? Yeah, there's a little snow doll that looks like Baymax okay. and looks like Dumbo. I was looking for Easter eggs. Yeah. But I guess I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're, they're playing Enchanted Forest, and then... The dad comes in. Of and course, like, they're playing Enchanted Forest. Yeah, like, and the dad comes in and is like, "Well, that's not like any Enchanted Forest well, I've, I've ever seen." seen. <laughs> and then and is like, "Whoa, Papa, are yeah. you serious?" And it's like exposition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he goes on to tell the story about the forest that's yeah. ruled by four elements: earth, wind, fire, and water. Uh-huh. Um, and then I guess, so Arendelle mm-hmm. made peace with the North Uldra, which were the, the tribe of the Were they even beefing before that? I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to like, they didn't really say like what their past was before that. Well, uh, um, I just know that the dam like symbolized like union. Well, the king is the first, the king, king Runard or yeah. like their da- grandfather is the first king of Arendelle. 
did Arendelle just exist? Like, did they just come to be? Well, I think How do you that, know that? Do they say that? Yeah. It's been said uh, it's behind been, the scenes. <laughs> I don't think they said that in the movie. I mean, it kind of goes in the whole theme of, like, colonization, which is pretty heavy <laughs> for her Disney movie. I mean, Pocahontas did it, but um, <laughs> that's kind of one of the themes here. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting because, you know, they're, they're trying to promote the idea that change is good. That's all yeah. the theme of the movie, but then colonization is, like, in there, too. <laughs> so I'm like, theme, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, the Enchanted Forest, no one knows what happened, but Arendelle and the North Aldra, they... They fought. There, there was something happened, and they turned against each other. And the spirits disappeared, and the enchanted forest was um, covered with covered fog. with fog. So it's a yeah. wall; no one can get in or out. Um, and the king, he doesn't know what happened, but he was saved by a mysterious. He heard the forest call out, and he was saved by a mysterious mm-hmm. force, and he got to escape the forest. Yeah, and that was. I don't know how many years, 30 years to the present. I don't know how many years ago it was and when they're telling the story. Yeah. But um, he, you know, kind of warns on and Alta um, about it. Yeah. And Which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, what do you think about that whole backstory? Like, like of the Enchanted Forest? Yeah. Like how they, how they, because obviously this, this whole thing we're, we're obviously supposed to buy into that this has yeah. existed this whole time. Like, what's your yeah. thought on that? Um, <clears throat> I think that's very interesting um, because I guess I, I think it's a little weird that King Agnar just kind of like used that time to not only tell a story, but to warn his children. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the story, he's like, this is why we need to, like, be prepared in case some shit comes out of it. Yeah. And th- I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, if I was a kid, I'd be like, dad, you're telling me some stuff's about to come out of the out of the fog? Like, yeah. you know? Like, I thought they would go the, the route of, like, oh, this is just a story. I thought and of, then on yeah. it, also be like, it's real? But like, Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I guess that's, like... <laughs> I guess maybe they didn't really care that much. It wasn't really a secret that the Enchanted Forest exists. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the whole concept of the movie. So, okay, you know, do your thing. I'm not going to, you know, tell you how to parent your kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, fun fact, you told me that the night that they told that story was the same night that Elsa hit Anna yeah. when they were playing. Yeah. Which is kind of heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking, but that's fascinating. Yeah, like Anna is says, that confirmed? Yeah, well, Anna says, "Let's build a snowman later," like to the side to Elsa, and the the directors have confirmed that it's the same. Okay, the, I, that's that's a cool element to it. Yeah, that like so if you go back and rewatch it, think about it from that perspective, and that it like kind of changes things. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so then after the story of the Enchanted Forest, um, Mama comes back mm-hmm. into the room and decides to sing a little lullaby about um, Otto Holland, the ice... Magic river. Magic river. The magic river. Yes. All we know is that it's a magic river. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she sings a song. Basically, the song says that, you know, deep... Past the dark sea, there's a magic river um, called Atahalan, and holds all the secrets. It holds all the secrets and all the truth and shit. And what else does it do? 
just you'll be drowned. Yeah, if you go too deep into it, you'll be drowned. But basically, it's that this is the place where you find all the answers. Yeah. Um, and she sings this to Elsa um, as kind of like a cryptic instruction manual, basically. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, I really like the song. Um, that's like the first song of the movie. And it's very, like, it's, it's very... Uh, I'm trying to say it. It's very dark. It's really dark. But it's beautiful. Like, I love it. Yeah. Um, and then it brings us into the present. Do you think the parents know that Otto Holland is real? I or do you think, think that they were voyaging to see if it exists? They're voyaging to see it. Like, the like, Aduna has heard of it. Yeah. Um, and, she like, she was on the lullabies of it. But I feel like since she's... Spoiler. She's from <laughs> the Enchanted Forest. Like, you know, obviously you're, you, you'd you believe that this is a real place. I guess. So. That's true. Yeah. I really like the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that was a great way to start off the movie. We all love seeing Baby Anna and Baby Elsa. Yeah. They're super cute. And that epic um, pan. The when pan they come out back to the and they come back and Elsa's now a big girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa's a or big a, girl. Or a woman, sorry. <laughs> Elsa's been hearing this <laughs> mysterious call. Do you want to do the call? Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> we see you. So she's been hearing this call. We don't know how long she's been hearing this call for. We just kind of came to the conclusion that, like, only once she's, like, found herself, that's that's why she's been hearing this call. Yeah. Like, when she was a kid or whatever. Um, it's fall in the kingdom of Arendelle and this whole party. Everyone's celebrating fall. Um, Anna is just happy with life right now. Like she's she's glad she's, that she has like Kristoff and Elsa, and everyone's happy. Elsa's conflicted because she doesn't want to lose what she has, but she knows that she doesn't feel right. She doesn't feel um, comfortable where she is. She feels out of place. She feels like a misfit. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna break this for a really quick second. Yeah, just to say that during this scene, it really made me realize how much they stepped up the animation. Mm-hmm. Like, could tell like from the beginning that obviously their animation was so much more detailed, so much more in depth. But it was the um, the pumpkin patch that Anna and Olaf were in. It was so detailed, and I was yeah. just looking at it. and I was like, whoa! Like yeah. that's crazy. Like they just went off on their animation, and the entire time I was thinking, this is nuts. Like. You know, where is animation going to go next? Like, they're literally about to create people. Yeah. Like, legitimate everything. And they did a good job with that, so. They do a good job at, like, keeping it stylized. And, yeah. Like, in the Disney style, but, like, making it, like, very detailed where, where you yeah. can. Um, so, how do you feel about Some Things Never Change? That's kind of the song that goes into, introduces us to... Anna and Elsa, or Anna's like, you know, yeah. she doesn't really have a conflict at this point, but Anna's mindset, Kristoff's, Elsa's. Yeah. I like it. I like how it kind of sets where everyone's at, where their heads are at. Um, yeah. Anna's just chilling. She's, she just seems, she looks happy. She's yeah. like, you know, gates have been open. Like, you know, my relationship with my sister's better than ever. Relationship with Kristoff has been better than ever. Everything is just falling into place. It's great. Olaf is suddenly going through some like puberty or some shit. Like he's, <laughs> it's a it's a whole plot. He's getting it's older. a whole plot line that he's getting older and he's getting more mature. No interesting choice, uh, writers, but cool. Um, you know, Elsa is talking about how she does not want things to change. She's happy to like brand new place and, but I you can obviously tell that she knows that something is probably going to happen, mm-hmm. which is why. I feel like her part of the song was a lot more solemn yeah. and more like, 
you know, eerie because she just she's worried. She knows that some shit's about to go down and she doesn't want it to. Which is fair. And Kristoff, we like learn that he's gonna propose to Anna. Propose. That's something that I did not know going into the movie. So literally, oh, like yeah. when he says, um, "Oh, when he like talk, he talks for Sven, and he's like, so tonight you're telling me you're gonna get down on one knee." And I was in the theater. I was like, "Oh," because I had no idea that that was gonna be a plotline at all. I was yeah. like, you know, whatever will happen with Anna and Kristoff, sure. But that that made me that just made your heart, yeah, like melt. You know. And it's like, that's probably like the longest. Okay, well, I'm gonna say like, the, like they're the most, but most Disney couples, it's like, I meet you, let's get married. Yeah. They like kind of did it right. Yeah. And, you know, no other couples have really done that. Um, three years is a long time for Disney, so. Yeah. <laughs> Good on Good them. Good on you, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Especially coming from uh, that. What, two-hour thing with Hans? Yeah, yes, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, that was good. I it's like very, that. Elsa is very much, like, suppressing what she feels again. Um, like, she's, she her powers are out and all that stuff, and she yeah. can be herself, but she's, like, suppressing, like, she won't, like, I think part of her wants to, she's obviously, she sings into, into the unknown layer where she wants to go there, and she wants to follow the voice, but she's suppressing it because she doesn't want to throw away what she has basically yeah um so yeah i, I really like it um yeah. and then from there we go into the charade scene which i love i know that was really funny so the charade scene is an example of one of the many things that frozen 2 has implemented that in my opinion i think just makes it just a little too self-aware like i love all i love all of this like it's super it's hilarious um it's different and i love it but i'm just like Y'all really playing charades in yeah. in the Magic Castle? Like, Elsa, you don't have, like, papers to go sign or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? I just think it's just, it's like, a funny thing that they've done. Um, I like the scene. The scene's hilarious. And it really shows all of their characters. Yeah. Which was pretty, which is pretty cool. Elsa definitely has more personality in this movie. Yeah. She still remains her, like... What I like is a lot of Disney princesses, and this isn't a negative criticism because I like it, but, like, you know, Anna, Rapunzel, and Moana are very, like, like oh, like, very fast-talking, bubbly yeah, and stuff. Spunky, which is Yeah, yeah like, which is cool. It's, like, great because not a lot of princesses are like that. Um, but I like that Elsa, like, they didn't, like, she's still very regal, but yeah. she's still, like, fun. and kind yeah. of, She's serious, but she's, like, not a downer in this yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and I think they did that also to like really symbolize that she is the older sister, that yeah. she is more because, like, you can tell like Anna has matured yeah. over since Frozen, but you know, Elsa's just right up there with her. Like, the Anna's moved up, and so has Elsa. It's just very much, I'm the big sister. Yeah, well, even that like sort of kind of going back to the some things never change. Like, yeah, I kind of just thought about this, but in terms of symbolism, like, I mean, their hairstyles and everything is exactly the same as it was three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once this thing happens and everything gets thrown into whack, like they start to change very slowly. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool. That's true. So, after the charade scene, um, we go into Into the Unknown, which is a great song. It's Elsa's I Want Well, before song. Into the Unknown, I thought it was... Okay, so then here... This is a plot hole. Not a plot... I guess, like, I'm being nitpicky. But this is just something that I kind of realized. 
So Anna, but Elsa leaves charades. Anna goes and is like, oh, like what's going on with you? And Elsa's just like, you know, I just don't want to mess stuff up, whatever. And then Anna's like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, come like snuggle close, like referencing her mom, obviously, because like they had that scene at the beginning of the movie. So one thing that I have expressed is that I don't buy this relationship that they have. Again, I get it. It's a kid's movie, but I just, I just, there was obviously a lot of relationship development in between the first movie and Frozen 2 that as an audience, like you just don't see. And even though you can kind of see a little bit of it in the shorts, they're shorts. Like they're not, you know, in depth. They're not super whatever. Well, like we watched Lilo and Stitch the other night and that sibling relationship is so um, interesting to watch because it's like, that's how siblings like the most part are. And like they still love each other, but they fight and they argue and whatever. And like Anna and Elsa are very much like, like, very close, which, I mean, like, I'm very close with my sister, too. Not to that extent. <laughs> um, and maybe some people are. But, yeah, they're very, very close. I think it would have been interesting to see a little bit more, like, arguments between them. Like, yeah. a little more sisterly arguments yeah. and stuff. A little more clash, yeah. I think. At the same time, though, like, you know, Elsa's ice powers. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like... You know. Um, and then the other thing was the things that... Anna was referencing like that her mother did for Mm -hmm. them I was like doing a little bit of like a maze in my head and I was like okay so if that's the night that Elsa struck her with her powers the next day their parents separated them meaning that her mom their mom did not do any of that ever again Mm -hmm. since that night Anna was maybe like three years old then. How does she remember? Well, maybe she sung that lullaby again to her. Maybe not to both of them. Maybe, but not only that, like she was doing like the nose thing. Like, I don't know if you like recognize this, but her mom. Yeah, like all of that. Maybe she kept doing it to Anna. You don't know. Like, okay, but she also said like, come like snuggle close. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it was very much supposed to reference that like, this is like us as as children. This is how we bonded with mom. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Well, I think she's more you like, know, like, I like feel like if five at that point. I, I don't think she's three. No, I think she's a, a child. Five is a child. Okay, 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 but like, you know, I feel like Elsa was like six. At the very beginning, they're tiny. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Anyways, again, that was just me nitpicking and I was just kind of thinking, like, I watched it the second time and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, yes, so... They fall asleep. Elsa wakes up, hears the voice again, and Into the Unknown begins. Fantastic song. This is Elsa's I Want song. Like, Let It Go is not an I Want song. It's it's a good song, but obviously it's not, like, you know, the typical, like, this is her, like, moment, you know? Yeah. Um, it's great. I yeah. love it. I don't really know what to say about it. I just love it. Like we knew it before it came out. We like as soon as the Panic at the Disco version came out, we like knew the lyrics within the first two days. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the entire scene was fantastic. So like not only did I like we knew the song. We we like let ourselves listen to Into the Unknown when the soundtrack first came out. We refrained from the other songs, but we already knew Into the Unknown, so we just listened to that one. Yeah. So I knew what to expect in terms of music but the visuals were fantastic and my i especially love when she starts waking up the spirits and she's like everything is dark and you just see like her magic like going and i just thought that was so beautiful oh 
Man. Which I didn't catch that she was waking up the spirit. So that I point. didn't catch that either. Like my first viewing, I just thought it was like. I thought it was just like a Disney thing happening. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, her being a musical. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. I wish I made that a little clearer. Yeah. Because no one really knew that she was waking up the spirits until Anna said it mm-hmm. or whoever said that. Oh, no. She said it. She's like, well, oh, even oh, when I just she's woke like, up the spirit. Even when she says that, though, like I didn't realize like in that scene when like, yeah. you see like the, the representations of them, I didn't realize that was them like waking up or whatever. Like, yeah. I didn't think that either. I thought that. Well, actually, I didn't think anything. I thought it was pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like it makes sense. I don't know. I think there was probably just, like, a little bit of a better way they could have, like, shown that, you know, they're waking up, that, you know, the experience were dormant, and now... I mean, like, I guess. Because immediately after the song is over, you know, shit started going... You see that big going. snowflake in the sky or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And then at the very end of it, all the runes appear in the sky. Yeah, she, like, emits these ice diamonds. Yeah. And... They just, like, come out of her. Yeah, that was actually really cool. Mm-hmm. And then they just, like, they're that? there. They're there. That's that's the thing. They're just yeah. kind of, like... It looks really cool. And then when they fall and they break, I was like, oh, like, yeah. someone got to clean that up. Can you- <laughs> someone almost got stabbed. Yeah, what do you mean? And then all the elements are what? Like, from what I understand, they're just, like, sucked out of Arendelle. Yeah. Like, or they're, they're, they're kicking people out of Arendelle or something. I don't know. I thought they were just wreaking havoc. I mean, I guess later on they say that, like, the elements were pushing them out. I thought that they were just coming to, like, you know, just do their thing. (laughs) Well, I just thought they were, like, because I was confused because, like, the spirits are in the forest, right? Yeah. But, like, and because, like, the waterfall stops and, like, the wind on the flag, like, stops and, like, all that stuff. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I guess they're just doing their thing. That makes me wonder. So, it's, like, if these spirits... I guess the spirits are like, I don't know, man. Because I'm just thinking the spirits are very, very prevalent in the Enchanted Forest. But it's like Arendelle has never experienced that before. No, because they're... But I guess they're, they've just chosen not to leave the Enchanted Forest. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so now they're just, you know... Well, now they're like <laughs> back. We don't know what... Yeah, now, I mean, at the end... I mean, I guess year. it would make sense if, if it's just like they're here in Arendelle now to like... I think they go where like, people are. They're trying to them. make stuff happen. Where I people don't, know. don't fear them because now people don't fear it, but back then people were like, ooh, magic. Like, Do you think creepy. they know that Elsa's the fifth spirit? Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. So that's like my question. Like, imagine like you're just an Arendelle and like your queen dips and then she comes back in a new dress and. Yeah. You're You'd be like, what's going on here? I would not be clapping. I'd be like, I need an, I need an explanation. Yeah, like, what? I need a document yeah. on what just happened. I'm Press sure release. They know. I'm sure they like, know. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it would make sense if they knew that she was the fifth spirit and now it's like the time that, like, when she awakens them, it's like go time, like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, if they knew, the knock wouldn't have drowned her. If they knew, Bruni wouldn't have tried to set fire oh, you mean everywhere. The spirits. Yeah. Okay, so the thing is, Elsa, as the fifth spirit, is the only one that can tame the other spirits. So she tames, she like, there's one, so she tames Gale, she tames Bruni, and there's one scene where she's going to go follow the giant. She's like, what if I can tame, like, the earth and fire? Yeah. And then she can also tame, like, the water knock, too. So she has, like, a mutual understanding and respect for all of them because she's, like, one of them. Yeah. You know? But they so don't know that. They don't until she's <coughs> able to overpower to, them. Yeah. Like, only, yeah, it's only her that can do it from what I get. Yeah. Another thing that I was makes confused sense. about. I mean, not confused. Like, I buy into it, I yeah. guess. But, like, so you have the water knock, which is a horse that 
or it's a water spear that takes the form of a horse. Yeah. Gale, which is wind. Which cheeses me, but we'll get to that. Bruni, which is a salamander that has fire powers. <laughs> and then the earth giants, which are like multi, there's like hundreds of them, I guess. Yeah. So there's just, like, for me, I'm like, is the spirit like the person or is the spirit like in the person? I think the spirit's in the person. Okay. Um, like Elsa isn't this like ethereal being, like she just has a spirit inside of her. See, so that's like another thing that I'm like, is Elsa a human? Like, you know, what is it? I guess like, see that the thing is that like all of their forms aren't not the same, but they're not on the same. They're not all cohesive. They're not cohesive because Which I Gale like. is just wind. Like you can, the only reason you can see her is because like she has like leaves that move around with her. The knock is, it's a horse, but it's like a horse made of water. It's not like a legit horse. And it never actually like uh, conceptualizes into a horse. It becomes an ice horse at one point, but it's never actually a legit horse. There's Bruni that, you know, is a legit salamander that now suddenly has fire powers. So, and then there's the earth giants that... I don't even know what they do. They're just kind of there, to be honest. They don't really control the earth. They just throw both. (laughs) Like... I have some beef with the earth. Okay, well, like, they're fine. I just kind of wish they, they, like, showed what they could do a little bit more. Like, yeah, they yeah. show that, like, the ground does this and that, but I want to see, like, them doing it, you know? Yeah. The thing is, I kind of like the lack of uniformity because I feel like if they did, like, three other characters, like Elsa, that mm-hmm. had, like, different elements of powers, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, that's so yeah. commercial. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so I kind of like it, and I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to do. But yeah. I like it. Like I don't, I don't have. If beef you don't with it. think about it, it's fine. Yeah. But like the only thing that I do wish is that Gale was a form. Yeah. I wish. I think that they could make like a really pretty like wind thing. I just was like a bird out of Gale. Yeah, like a bird. That'd be cute. You know, or like what blows wind? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know what could possibly be wind, but you know, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, but you know, it all works out. Yeah. Also, so Gail's name is Gail because Olaf names her Gail. They never say Bruni's name. They don't actually. They don't. Right. Which, like, why did you even give him a name then? For merchandise. Like, I guess you know, give him a name, but say it once. Yeah. You know, like else could be like, oh, like I want to call you Bruni or just something like that. You know, like. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. You know, everything else has a name that is expressed, but, you know. Yeah. Poor Bruni. Poor Bruni. <laughs> Justice for Bruni. And also, like, <laughs> you see with Bruni, like, th- that he hears the spirit, too. Like, he hears the, the call of the fifth spirit or the call of Ada Holland. Yeah. So, Ada Holland. Ada Holland. Ada Holland. So, yeah, so... They go into the forest, mm-hmm. part the mist, part the mist, and then Gale comes and messes some stuff up. <laughs> well, <laughs> then we go into Olaf's song, Samantha. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So um, I'll talk a little bit more about Olaf later, or like in a little bit. But that <laughs> that part was really funny. I personally think that Olaf was a little bit overkill. Um, and a lot of people actually agree with me. I was surprised, but that part, that part was really funny. Like, he's like, oh, like, oh, like Sven Kristoff, 
Anna, Elsa, Samantha starts cracking up to himself. I don't even know a Samantha. That's such a joke I would make. Like, that's well, so I feel like we would laugh at our own jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, and then he looks in the hole and he goes, Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> Yeah. Like that, like that makes lot, his song his, for me. Yeah, that d- definitely does. And so do the visuals. I don't like listening to it. No. Um, but like watching it, okay, because it's like I feel like his song can't really be, be just listened to. It needs to be like followed as a scene. Yeah, which is kind of how I feel with his other song in, in the first movie. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I like the sequence, and he I, he's like, this wall makes sense when I'm older, and yeah, he's like, I don't really understand it, but whatever, we're going with it. Yeah. Yeah, and then Gale just becomes a tornado. <laughs> and you know what's really funny? So the night that um, uh, the night before I went to go watch Frozen Two, I had a dream that I was in a tornado like Gale. Like really? I was like in it, like legit, like the scene where they're all like floating around. Like I had a dream oh, wow. that I was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really remember how I got out or what happened, but I was just in this tornado. So I guess Frozen Two was just in my mind, in mind yeah. while I was sleeping. Um, and then yeah. Um, everyone, oh yeah, Gail like drops everyone out of it. So I guess Gail then, rec- does Gail recognize that Elsa? No, so what happens is she drops, everyone gets dropped out of it except for Elsa. Yeah. Because Elsa's why did, stuck in it. Yeah, but so why did Gail drop everyone out? But it's not like they all just fell out. Gail dropped them out and kept Elsa. Because Elsa needed to make those sculptures. Yeah, so then I'm saying, does Gail realize that Elsa needs to be the one? Yeah, because after that, Gail's chill. Like after yeah. that, Gail's like, yo, it's all good, girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that happens. Elsa makes all these, or she like starts shooting out at her ice powers, and then she basically freezes the poof. water in the air. Yeah, which is a kind of a, a theme in the movies that Olaf brings up that water is memory. Yeah. Um, so Elsa's able to freeze the water in the air to show like visualizations of the past, basically. Yeah. One of the most important ones that they make is uh of their father being saved by this mystery girl we don't know who at this point yeah. so that happens bruni attacks elsa tames bruni and then anna brings out the scarf <laughs> and then the north old draw like that's one of our oldest family's scarves which i'm like okay I, like what does that mean but okay yeah and then they run back and realize their mother was north Ultra. yeah even though Anna and Elsa are super white and they don't look indigenous <laughs> at all. Neither does their mom. No, their mom doesn't either. They wish they at least kind of made her look a little more cohesive with them. Yeah. But I guess they probably just did it because, you know, the idea of the North Aldra came after Frozen 1. They yeah. already animated their mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, fine. I'll yeah, let you have stretch, this one. Like, yeah. yeah, we'll let you have this one type of thing. So yeah, that was cool. That was dope. Um, and then they do like the chant. Oh yeah, that was really cool. That was really cool. I really liked that link from Frozen to this yeah. one. Like it just shows that that like the culture that that's. It makes more sense know. now when you yeah. watch Frozen. You're like, oh, like yeah, North Ultra, yeah, like everything that. like lights up and stuff like that. And I love Olaf's little like. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so then after that, North Aldra now trusts them. Oh, not only that, we discover that all these Arendellians are in the forest. Yeah. 
specifically um, Lieutenant Matias. Mm-hmm. That scene, I'll I will say Olaf's rendition of Frozen. Oh yeah, his retelling of Frozen, hilarious. Yeah, that, that was, was really funny. At least they have their parents. Their parents, parents are, are dead. dead. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That was awesome. That was really cool. So, kudos to you for that. And then they go on their way north, Anna and Elsa. Mm-hmm. There's, they left because the, the Earth Giants were coming. Yeah. Well, the Earth Giants sensed Elsa. Yeah. And then they kind of had this whole weird thing with Anna. Where, like, so, the whole side plot of Kristoff is him trying to propose to Anna. Yeah. Which, that's his whole character in this movie, which is, I'm like, fine, but like... I wish they did more with him. I'm kind of like fine because I didn't anticipate them doing anything with him to begin with. I had yeah. no expectation for Kristoff, Sven, or Olaf, to be honest. Yeah. Um, they're just there because it's They're just there. Be. So them giving Kristoff a little side plot, I thought was cute. Yeah. I just didn't thing. like Anna's, like, it was kind of weird when Anna was, like, different cir- circumstances, like, with somebody else. Or when she was like, he left without saying anything. And I'm like... I don't know, maybe that feeds into her, like, like separation anxiety or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, wasn't a fan of that. That's, like, another thing. Like, you know, when she was in the... They were in, like, the wagon. This is a wagon. Oh, yeah. The sled. You think I'm crazy? You that was I'm funny, crazy. though. Her that face. was funny, but again, that was, you know, the movie being self-aware of that's coming out in 2019. That's, like, such a, like, you know, like, the whole crazy girlfriend thing. Like, that's yeah. a 2019 phenomenon, so... Yeah. That sort of thing. But yeah, then we see, you know, Kristoff does his proposal and, you know, it wasn't even Anna who came. Poor man realizes that they left and he's heartbroken and he's lost in the woods. His song is so good. And he goes into his like early 2000s, like boy band, like thing with the reindeer. Yeah, that amazing. was funny. I'll give it that. It was really funny. Again, it being self-aware. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, makes no sense why in, like, you know, yeah, like, 19th century Norway, he's singing it. But I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. yo, like, Michael Bolton vibes. Yeah. And then, uh, then we see the ship, which was a mm. big, from here on out, I'm just like, like, till we cut back to Anna's solo scene. Yeah. It's, I'm like... It's perfect. Yeah. So they're they're going north, and um, they are led by Gale to this shipwreck, which is their parent ship. And they're both confused because they went... I forget where they said they, they were supposed to sail, but they said they were sailing somewhere else, and obviously they sailed in the Dark Sea, and they don't mm-hmm. know what they were doing in the Dark Sea. So one of Elsa's character traits that you come to realize in this movie, she's very curious. Like, she's very inquisitive, and she wants to know, and she's yeah. like... You know, like, I need to know. Like, she kind of pushes past what she... Where other people would kind of step back, she pushes. Yeah. So they go into the ship. Uh, they realize it's their parent's ship. And then Elsa freezes the water in the air. And the statue forms of their parents, like, right before they die. Which I was like, <laughs> holy... Yeah. Oh my god, like, that was crazy. Like, for Disney, like, that's scarring. Yeah. And obviously this upsets Elsa because they find that they were going to add a hall in to look for answers why oh, Elsa had powers. Yeah. And Elsa, she obviously doesn't take this well. She thinks it's her fault. 
Anna, I really like Anna's, um, like, line in the scene. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, you're not responsible for their decisions. Like, you're not responsible for their choices. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, you know, you were given... Like, this is where we learned that Elsa's powers might have been actually a gift, not just a curse. Like, they yeah. were they're given for a reason. Anna kind of gives that to Elsa. And Elsa does not want to do anything more to her family. She doesn't want to yeah. risk losing Anna. So what does she do? She sends Anna at like 120 miles an hour <laughs> in an ice canoe down a hill with Olaf. Also, that scene just debunks that whole Tarzan theory. Oh, yeah. That's no, like, no, I'm sorry. It's really funny. When I went to see with Natasha, she was like, wait, I thought that they were Tarzan's parents. And I was like, no, <laughs> obviously not. But yeah, so they send them down. Also, like. So whatever, they get sent down and then like Anna's trying to like stop it. You know, if Anna didn't try to stop it, they'd be fine. They'd be fine. But no, she does whatever. They end up in the river and they're like sailing towards the earth giants. Yeah. One thing I did not like about that scene is that um, like Anna was talking about how like mad she's at Elsa. And then Olaf goes, I'm like feeling something like I'm feeling anger. And it's like, that wasn't needed. Like, we don't care what you're feeling. You're... (laughs) <laughs> I think it's supposed like, to go into change. I, I but, get it. Yeah. But, like, I did not like that execution. Like, is, he doesn't even sound angry. He just kind of like, you know, she left me too. And, you know, I felt betrayed. And it's like, yeah. Olaf, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't care that you're angry. Yeah, that was kind of shoehorned in there. Yeah. Definitely, like, looking at this scene, I'm like, it looks beautiful, but I'm like, that's coming to Disney World soon, that ride. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, honestly. <laughs> Get in your own ice canoe. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And so then, yeah, so he's, like, going through and realizes that the earth giants are everywhere. Um, that was actually terrifying. Like, just imagine being in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, and also, like, how is not one of them awake? You know, how, yeah. they, how they all sleep? Are they all, like, uh, what's the term? For owls. Oh, nocturnal? Nocturnal. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh maybe. Maybe they are on nocturnal. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but then, yeah, they, like, end up going into this cave, and we kind of, like, pause on them, and we go back to Elsa. And yeah. she's now, you know, about to hit the furious dark sea. Yeah. And, you know, this is when, you know, she takes out her braid. This and is where Elsa lovers lose their everything. Yeah, the thing like, is, I could feel Brayden screaming on the inside. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So she, like, puts her hair into a ponytail. So that's, like, you know, her first bit of change. She takes off takes jacket. off her jacket she like hypes herself up and she's like it's go time like we're she's gonna barefoot, go barefoot she's ready barefoot she just zooms it into the ocean or into the sea and um knocks her down you know she gets washed back she's like i'm not giving up we're gonna do this she goes dives into it hops up onto like a little thingy like she's there she's going she's yeah. going at it you know she's getting it and then she gets knocked down. Again, this is when she's going, she's like crawling, she like makes this ice thing, yeah. goes up, and then that that's the scene in the teaser trailer that's kinda like yeah. you know, knocks her over. Um, but she's like still going at she's like not stopping. And I'm like thinking, like, from where she was standing to where Otta Holland was, that's far. She was gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> that she whole, was gonna run that whole That way. whole thing. Or not even run it. She was gonna she has to fight that entire thing. Yeah. 
which is crazy. And then this is when the knock shows up. When I first heard about the knock, I thought the knock was going to be nice. Nah. Mm-mm. Knock is not someone to play with. Um, he tries to kill he her. He tries to kill times. her. He tries to drown her. Like, you see him pushing her further in, trying to drown her. But then, you know, she proves herself and she's able to tame him with the lasso that yeah, she, she creates. Yeah, the only one that can get to the heart of Ada Holland. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes deeper and deeper into Ada Holland. And Wait. Is she the only person that can get to Ada Holland? I think she's the only person that can go as deep as she goes. You think? Yeah, without freezing, yeah. I mean, like, she, go, she goes too far and freezes. But I think to get into Ada Holland, she needs her magic to move all those things. Yeah. To move all those pillars and stuff. But if I'm thinking back to, like, Ada Holland's origin. Ada Holland existed way before Elsa was, you know, born. So, like... How was it made? Has no one been there before? Probably made like, by the fifth spirit or something. Made by the fifth spirit. That is Elsa. Also, wait, I'm just realizing something. So the concept of the fifth spirit has always been there. Elsa was born 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. Did they just put the sudden fifth spirit into all of their designs when she was born? Like, how did they know? Or was this just, like, perceived from, like, the get-go that this whole thing is going to happen? That is a good question. Yeah. Yeah. She's a chosen one. Like, her yeah. and Moana will be best buds, man. Right? Like, honestly, they're both <laughs> chosen ones. Like, Literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Frozen 3. Got some questions oh God, to no. answer. <laughs> Please, no. So, yeah, she goes deeper into Ada Holland. Yeah. And she finds all the memories. And she realizes that the voice was from inside her all along and she's the one she's been looking for um and then she no, the voice is her mother yeah but it's coming from inside her like, is it yeah because she's the fifth spirit she's going to find the fifth spirit but she's the fifth spirit but the voice isn't the fifth spirit well it's her mom's call if it's like the <laughs> memory of her mom's call but why can bruni hear that i don't know because he's a spirit I don't they know, can man. all hear it? As all the spirits can hear it, yeah. Yeah, but they... If it's coming from inside of Elsa... Okay, well then fine, it's not. I don't know, man. Whatever. Anyways, that's... <laughs> it's her mom. Because her mom, when, when the forest went into mayhem, her mom called... Yeah. And Gail was like, I'm coming, girl. And <laughs> And I guess the mom just like snuck back to Arendelle and then I don't know what happened but somehow got married to the king yeah was no one like where did this random girl come from and was no one like wondering where she went like there's no like lost princess you know they're probably they're probably wondering like where did she go yeah but there's the fog no one can get in or get out they're probably like oh no who knows what happened she (laughs) dead yeah she gone gone. they took her (laughs) yeah also another thing that I just that I uh, another plot hole I realized was Elsa has to be was well, well her coronation was at twenty one yeah um, their parents died before that when what she was what eighteen or something like that yeah. but she couldn't be coronated until she's twenty one but King Agnar got coronated as soon as King Runar died yeah and he was like twelve yeah plot hole Disney Disney maybe it's like Moana where you have to like decide to be ready for it to place your is that place <laughs> your stone on the mountain you have to place your snowflake on like yeah. the river <laughs> so we went to that Elsa has a tr- dress transformation mm-hmm. it's pretty
pretty epic. Beautiful dress. Beautiful dress. She's in a nice white dress. She's finally let her hair down. Her yeah. color palette is, like, lightened. Like, it's... Yeah. She's like a goddess, basically. She looks like an ice goddess. Yeah. Yeah. She's officially the Snow Queen now. Yeah. And then she unlocks the memories, basically, and freezes them. Um, which, it, oh, I thought... I actually kind of liked that. Like, I liked her walking through the memories and seeing, like, Anna and even, like, the Let It Go was kind of funny. Like, yeah. I didn't think that was too cringy. I thought it was kind of funny. No, I thought that was hilarious. And she, like, <laughs> Yeah, that was really funny. And then we find out that their grandfather, King Runard, um, he built the dam. We kind of didn't even mention the dam. He <laughs> built the dam, guys. So he <laughs> oh, built, no, we talked about it. Did we? Okay. Yeah. He built the dam um, basically in order to... It was, like... Like a peace it was a offering. Trick. Yeah. So basically, he like everyone would, all the Northaldra would come to the dam, and then they would see the size of Northaldra, so then they could like attack and basically annihilate them. Which uh, you know, it's really colonization. Co- I mean, that's a very cost-heavy thing to do. But I mean, yeah. you know, I guess when you're desperate. Yeah. Basically, King <sighs> Runard fears magic, and he thinks magic is bad. And obviously Elsa's like, no, like that's that's wrong or whatever. Yeah. And this is where Elsa starts to go too far. She already knows all the f- stuff she needs to know to send to Anna. Yeah. Um, but Elsa's curiosity kind of gets the best of her, and she follows in um, and goes to the deepest part of Adahalla, and where even she she drowns, essentially. She freezes. Yeah. Go too far, you will drown. Um, and she did. She did. She freezes into a nice sculpture like Anna, and she's able to send a little message. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that she died, eh? Yeah. Until I think Anna says Elsa died for the truth. Yeah. Or she gave herself for the truth. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Oh, she dead? I yeah. thought she was just like, I don't know, on pause or, yeah. Something, yeah. or something. I mean, Disney dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Disney dead. And then after Elsa dies, we go back to Anna and Olaf. Olaf starts to wither away yeah. um, because he's a product of Elsa. Which had me shook. Yeah. From here, like, the next five minutes are so depressing in this movie. Anna depressed the shit out of me. Yeah. Honestly speaking, like, which, what's the first line in her song? I've seen dark before, but not like this. Yeah. What? Hello, darkness. I'm ready to succumb. I, like, thought she was, was going like, to say hello, darkness, my old friend. Like, I thought... <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, a really good song. Anna's but, depressed. Yeah. Poor Anna, you know? Well, Elsa, she thinks Elsa's dead. Olaf's yeah, gone. Yeah, Olaf just gone. She's like in this cave, doesn't know how to get out. Yeah. And a good 90% of that song is her being depressed until she's like, okay, but like, I guess I got to start going. Like, yeah. you know, Arendelle still exists, like blah, 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 blah. And she also, also part of her grief is she knows what she has to do, which is the dam has to fall. And when the dam falls, it's going to flood Arendelle. It's going to destroy Arendelle. Yeah. But she knows that's what they have to do. Yeah. So. So she's like, great. You know, my sister died. My like snowman best friend died. I'm about to kill all my people. It's poor Anna. Honestly, she just, she went through the most on in that like little span of time. Yeah. And she gets out and she. Decides to wake up the earth giants. Yeah. To break the dam. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a little mini conflict with Matthias who's like, what are you doing? And then she doesn't take long to convince him to break yeah. the dam. Um, and then he goes, come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> come and get me. They like bang on their shields. Yeah. Um, the dam falls. The dam falls. Anna almost dies. Again. <laughs> Everyone almost dies in this movie. And then Ada Holland breaks because Elsa's freed and then 
the knot comes to her rescue, and she epically races off to Arendelle and freezes the tidal wave. Mm-hmm. And then just whooshes it back. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. But you know what the thing is, is that, like, this movie had a lot of almost destroyed type of things. I wish they just kind of, like... Just destroyed Destroyed something or killed someone. Like, Anna or Elsa, Anna, and Olaf all almost died. They almost, you know, flooded Arendelle. I would have liked to see them flood Arendelle. And then, like, I don't know, maybe something magical come from that. But, like, you know, I want to see something actually die. Yeah. I'm... You know, they could have just, you know, destroyed the palace. That could have got flooded away, and then there's one, like, you know, just a couple of miles up the mountain on yeah. could have lived in. Yeah, you know, like, you know? you know, maybe Elsa does some, maybe, you know, the spirits come and build. So I don't oh, know. that could have been. That yeah. could have been, they could have, you know, their spirits. Yeah. Just the Earth Giants have to throw a couple rocks yeah. to get it all in there. So basically, yeah. Arendelle saved. Um, Anna reunites with Elsa. Yeah. We realize Elsa's the fifth spirit, or mm-hmm. Anna realizes Elsa the fifth. Elsa's the fifth spirit, mm-hmm. um, and you know she says something to the effect of like the spirits agree that Arendelle deserves to stand, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kristoff proposes. Oh yeah, he proposes. Super cute. Anna's ugly cry is awesome. Yeah, like it looks like so realistic. Yeah, that was dope. Closing, Elsa stays. Closing scene. Elsa stays, or no, Elsa goes. No, Elsa stays in the forest, I mean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Elsa stays in the forest as, like, the fifth spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, with Honey Marin. With Honey Marin. Her Ooh. girlfriend. Ooh. Ooh. What's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> and Anna becomes Queen of Arendelle, which kind of, I, at first I was like, okay. But then in the beginning, like, when they're with the trolls after the, like, after the spirits wake up and everything, yeah. Anna's the one that shows leadership, not Elsa. Like, you kind of mm-hmm. get the point, like... Elsa never really wanted wanted to be queen. Like she yeah. she, she did it because to. she had she was to. The oldest one. Yeah. Yeah. Elsa shows a lot of her knowing and acting on the fact that she has a bigger purpose, that yeah. there's more for her. Like she's never like settled. Like yeah. she just wants to, you know, keep doing more, keep exploring more because she knows that's not where she's supposed to be. Whereas Anna has just such a love and you know protection for Arendelle and like that's like she's like that's this is my home and I will do everything I can to protect it so yeah I would say that that theme they they did that really well and then yeah we see Kristoff get all spiffy for the coronation Olaf has his hair parted yeah (laughs) his sticks parted yeah And then Anna's little innuendo, I like you better in leather. leather. And it's like, what? I don't think he normally wears leather. So when is he wearing leather? Yeah. Anna? Like, okay. I really like their relationship in this movie because there's like, it's pretty like, not casual, but it's not like like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's like normal. They're like normal boyfriend and girlfriend. They like steal like casual kisses and stuff. And, you know, it doesn't seem like a big grandiose thing that like, you know, we're leading up this whole movie to see them kiss, you know, like it just seems like, you know, this is my dude. It's it's there. That's my woman. Like, which is cool. Something else that Disney doesn't really do. Yeah. Yeah. Because like even I'd say in like sequels where you see you know, the couples interact and like other movies, it's not like that. Yeah. It's still like, you know, we really feel the chemistry with yeah. this one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
So, Fen has like reindeer friends now, which was yeah, super cute. That yeah. made me really happy. People. Yeah. Sven almost died and frozen. I just remembered that. Oh my god, yeah. Do you <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. One my, one of my things is like I love how the movie ends. You know, it ends is, it ends with the <laughs> chanting and like Elsa riding. Yeah. She turns the knock into ice so it can go on land and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she's going back to Ada Holland. And, like, I guess, like, I just assumed, like, she lives there now. But then I was like, oh, like, that must be lonely. Like, she doesn't live there, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I can't, I don't know. Why, why would she live there? I don't know. Like, it's But not why is she going nice. back there? Like, her basement, she has all the her basement is, like, a murderer, you know? Yeah, maybe she's <laughs> a little ice palace with Honey Marin. Maybe. But, like, why is she going back to Ada Holland, hmm? That's a good question. Maybe she had, maybe that's just like maybe it's her it's hangout. It's her hangout, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where she goes. Maybe she can bored. go and like practice her magic there. Yeah. Yeah. Um something about Elsa that was also really prevalent is that she now seems to have a lot more control over her magic. Yeah. Not scared of it. Yeah, know. she's not scared of it. She can like make stuff happen. Like she like uses ice in so many different forms. Whereas in the first one, like, you know, she just you know, takes off her glove and she shoots out ice and doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Well, definitely. Like, I think it's her practicing with it, be more comfortable. And then also in the movie, they say, like, her power's been growing, too. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And, like, especially when she, like, levels up, like, when she becomes a sister, <laughs> yeah. like, her power's, like, you know. Yeah. So, should we rate it? Yeah. Out of 10. I give it a whole 8.5. 8.5. I think I will also give an 8.5. Yeah. I really, really liked it. I love the music. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things about it, like, I think are amazing. I just, I don't think it's it's a perfect movie. Um, and I can't quite put it at 9, because for me, 9 is, like... Blew me out of the water. Yeah. For what me, would you put at a 9? I would put Coco at 9. Coco, I'd put at 9. Yeah, Coco, I'd make a 9. I'd put, like... Uh, I'd put Moana at 9, too. For me, Moana's like uh, a nine and a half. Okay, so yeah. even not higher. Quite, not quite a ten. Yeah. I don't know what I put as a ten. I don't know what for I me, Aladdin's like a ten, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely like eight point five. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give Frozen two a nine. Frozen two. I think that's a reach, but. For to me, each it's a nine. their own. Okay, fine. Eight point five. <laughs> eight point five. Final answer. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I watched again. I think definitely, like, as an Elsa fan, like, I'm biased, though, mm-hmm. towards it. Um, I think as a movie, it's not as strong as some of Disney's most recent stuff. As a sequel, I think it's better than Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's the best sequel. Yeah, it's definitely. Put they put time and energy into this one. Yeah. For sure. It's yeah. not... But, I mean, besides Ralph Breaks the Internet, it's, like, one of the first theatrical release sequels. Yeah. Which was groundbreaking on its own. Yeah. Yeah, because usually, and especially that's a fairy tale musical, they usually don't do that to the brand. And they've made big changes in this, like, on as a queen now. And Yeah. So it's really cool. And I'm really excited to see, like, if this movie, well, it is doing well. So far, it's made almost $800 million. I'm pretty sure it's going to make a billion at some point. Okay, go off. Yeah. Claps um, for you. It's doing <laughs> crazy well. And what's funny is the critic scores are, like, they're, like, decent. Like, they're they're... They're good. Like I think it's like seventy eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Um, the audience score is really high. It's like a ninety three or something. Um, so people really like it. Yeah. So I mean, if it, if it keeps you know 
doing well. I can see Disney maybe doing more sequels. Like, I really want to see if they could do something with Moana. would be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think they'll make a third one? I hope not. But, like, do you think they will? Like, I don't want it either. But do you think of this movie, like... I think it's a risk. Like, if they do, like, they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, are they going to? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I think that they, as Disney, they, like, if they wanted to make a sequel, they will find a way to make a sequel. Um, But I think, you know, coming off of Frozen 2, like, you can't really do that. I feel like they finally made, like, everyone's finally in, like, their their place, like, in the movies. Yeah. There's, like, nothing really left. Like, the only thing that I think that has unanswered questions is just, like, little stuff that I was picking on, like, out of Holland's origin, blah, 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 blah. Like, if they do, like, you know, make it about a whole other set of... That could be a short, exactly. Like, like a Halloween special and do the spirits or something. Yeah, you know, like, but I, I think that because everyone is in their place... Yeah. There's no reason. Frozen 3, Hans's Revenge. <laughs> like, no. Elsa's so powerful at this point. Like, there's no foe that she can't... Because yeah. in this movie, like, you know, like, she's, like, the... Not she, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's no foe that they, she can't beat now, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like the Captain Marvel problem, like, when your character's so powerful. Exactly. Um, but the difference is, Elsa doesn't need to be in any more movies. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, what would you even give her next to fight? Yeah. Or to do. Like a fire girl. Like, what other adventure does she need to go on, you know? Yeah. So, Frozen 2, claps for you. Claps for you. We claps definitely recommend you. it. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've seen it if you're listening to this. I feel like, like, half the world has seen it already. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we definitely have more of these lined up. I think our next one's going to be on live-action remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of want to keep... We don't really want to just stick to movie reviews. We kind of want to do whatever feels right. Um, so different, like, discussions, debates, topics. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to keep it interesting. We've and, gone a lot. Yeah. Maybe have some co-hosts, some extra co-hosts sometimes. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Mystery hosts, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely, like, leave suggestions for what you'd like to hear. Um, and Review, we will... comment, subscribe. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Spillindustry Podcast. Yes. My Instagram at Sakura MJ. Mine at Braden Rosman. Plugs. Plugs. <laughs> and out. <laughs> <laughs>